0: healthier better, better, better we are live guys um thanks for being on appreciate you guys uh what I wanted to talk to you guys about is uh uh better ways to kind of live your life um, trying to increase longevity and stuff like that so the first thing i kind of want to tackle is uh your products sure. so uh Leah low cbd
1: yes, sir What? who can uh, who can this help with uh, for basically anyone in my mind. Um, I use it personally for sleep. Number one, that's why I started using it. I found uh, my deep sleep, my REM, significantly increased. I tracked that um, with my whoop. So that's not just me making it up. <laughs> um, and then I also use it just for when I'm a little bit anxious or have a stressful day. I like, yeah, uh, taking a you know, full drop of that 20 to 30 milligrams, and I find within, you know, 10, 15 minutes, uh, just relax a little bit down to you Nice, thanks for relax level. Well, it's not bad and then you guys uh microdosing so Dean what does this do
2: yeah so it's kind of a little bit like the opposite of the CBD it's more energizing more mm-hmm. for focus for motivation something you take in the morning and it kind of lasts for the whole day
0: mm-hmm.
2: um what I find when I take it is that I'm much more present with what I'm doing. I'm not, you know, thinking of like, the whole list of the other 10 to do items and thinking of just the first one and I'm able to tackle, complete the first one and then move on to the second one with ease. And everything feels like it's it's just kind of flowing. Uh, a lot of the times I know that when people have a large list of things to do, it's very difficult. There's a lot of anxiety around getting started. And I find that with microdosing, it really removes that altogether. I look at my two list, and I'm already started on my work before I even know what's happening. Mm-hmm. the day just goes by and I finish the whole list. And I'm like, well, that was awesome, and then, you know, I got everything done. It was super efficient, and I feel really good about it. And so that's kind of how I use microdosing. I find it's really effective for business purposes, but also for like talking to people, getting to know people, being more compassionate. Um, it's really, it really makes you more of an empathetic person.
0: Yeah, and then uh, so what's the difference between this and your liquid?
2: So the liquid is a longer lasting. So I usually you know take the liquid first thing in the morning, and it lasts me all the way to the evening. Whereas with the capsules, it's more about more about four to six hours of, of time that it lasts for. Um, so it's good like, even if you, you know, didn't take it right in the morning, you could still take it midday, and the rest of your day will will be a little more enhanced. Um, so that's the main difference between the two. Um, I definitely find that the liquid does provide me with a little bit more energy, whereas the um, capsule product makes me feel a lot more grounded and centered.
0: Gotcha, and. So, because uh, the liquid is a form of LSD, yes. So Just it's LSD analog, we call it. Okay, so that word can be pretty, pretty scary for a lot of people. Sure. So yeah. why, uh, especially? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So wh- why, like, what makes your your guys's um, liquid so safe from it?
2: Yeah. So ours is ours is an analog of LSD, and there's a very similar compound. Um, the effects are almost identical. Um, LSD has has a bad rap, I think. Um, it's is a very uh, beneficial and great substance. It's just in the past, there was a lot of um, a lot of people using uh, almost in the sense of using LSD, but um, to just kind of tune out of what's happening in the world and forget what's what's here. And the hippie movement and that kind of counterculture drove LSD kind of underground and made it um, much more stigmatized than it should be. Mm -hmm. Um, Lately, LSD has been much more popular. People are finding that it's really beneficial when they do it in large doses for, you know, dealing traumas from the past, um, being much more content with who they are in their own body, um, dealing with things like issues, like when, they, when people think about death, they think of it as a very negative thing, and when you, after doing LSD, you, sometimes you experience something called like an ego death, where you, you've kind of gone through death, but not really, and you come back, you realize that death isn't that, you know, difficult or bad a thing, it's just in the kind of a next step. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people, it, it brings people to terms with what's
0: happening and makes them feel a lot more comfortable about their lives. Interesting. Yeah. And what's the dosage that you guys would suggest somebody trying to start?
2: Yeah. So a standard, a standard full LSD uh, hallucinogenic dosage is 100 micrograms. We recommend people to do 10. So one tenth of the, the standard dose and in a standard in a one 10th of the dose is known as a micro dose. Um, and basically a micro dose um, allows you to not have these hallucin- hallucinatory experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, rather, you are much more you're just you feel completely normal you can go about your day to day you drive you can drive and yeah. you can you know you interact with people no one would know that you're on lsd but you do and because you're a little bit more efficient your mood is a little bit better um you're like i said you're in a little bit of better flow state um throughout the day um and that just enhances your, your life overall
0: Interesting. Yeah, And uh, so for the pills and for liquid, like how much
1: roughly should they like 50 milliliters, 10 milliliters?
2: Yeah. I mean, everyone's so different.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, I so start one, off, I guess. I, it yeah. depends. I would say it depends if you've done psych before. If you haven't done them at all, I would suggest like taking anywhere from five to seven milliliters of the liquid mm-hmm. to start so and that's under the standard. Exactly. Yes. And I would always suggest taking it, you know, taking it on a Saturday where you don't have much planned, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to take it on a stressful work day um so i would start out with five to seven if you haven't um done any psychedelics previously but if you have you know standard dose at 10 miles it's you know very safe interesting
0: and then uh for like how long should you like one day on two days off what's the uh, what's the standard yeah so the standard schedule is one day on two days
2: off um what we recommend is people try that that schedule out at least for the first 10 times um so the first month of dosing and then after that they might find that they need it a little bit more frequently or a little less frequently um and then they can play around with their schedule after that but usually leaving a, a couple days or, or a day in between is advised just so you don't build them type of tolerance interesting
0: yeah um you guys have some fun products there then yeah, i like it anything else you guys have in the works yes yeah, so we are I mean, looking to expand our product line
2: for both the neurodose and the CBD right now we offer in tinctures and muscle gels people can apply it topically for pain we also want to offer people to have it in gummies or a capsule form just make it uh, easier for them to consume and carry around with them for the neurodose we'd like to um, expand into having other psychedelic products so the ones that we have right now are the legal alternatives to lsd and, and mushrooms mm-hmm. we'd also like to offer uh, mushrooms because we do you know that things will change and the, and the stigma around it is, is changing. And actually, we're hoping that legalization will also change around that. Um, we like to offer people a
1: variety of different to uh, make themselves better. interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you guys would be considered biohackers, right? So well, what's the definition of biohacking?
2: Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> it uh, covers a lot covers a lot. Yeah. So I mean, as simple as drinking enough water, and as complex as going into a float tank and um, and basically both those things are, you know you drink enough water your body's going to work better it's going to uh, you're going to feel better um you go into a float tank you're going to enter a very deep state of meditation it's going to help you with your um your anxiety it's going to help you relax It's going to teach you techniques on how to be more calm in your day-to-day and so anything you do to change your body's physiology or anything we any kind of Hack or trick that you
0: do can be considered a biohacking, even as simple as going out and getting sunlight in the morning. Interesting. Yeah. And, and there's a reason why you have these sunglasses. These you're not just trying to be cool, right? These are, yes. In- <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty cool. Uh, these,
2: uh, these are called blue light blockers. Mm-hmm. And so you'll see there's like a red tint on them. Yeah. Basically, what it does is it blocks out the blue light that comes from screens, TVs, uh, phones. Um, that, some people call that junk light. Um, that light is not necessarily good for your body or for your, for your eyes. And what it does is it actually disrupts your melatonin production. So melatonin is uh, essential for you to get good night's sleep when you're you know starting to get tired in the evening. It's that your melatonin is starting to be produced and your body is gearing to, to wind down for the night. If you are exposing your eyes and to too much of this blue light after you know, in the afternoon into the evening, your body gets a little bit tricked. It thinks that it's still daytime outside um, and it kind of disrupts your circadian rhythm, your sleep and wait cycle. Um, and it thinks that, oh, you no, know, it's, it's still the middle of the day. It's not time to produce the melatonin. And then you go to, go, try to go to sleep after looking at your phone for a half an hour, you're going to have a much more difficult time falling asleep. At the same time, you're not going to fall into a much deeper uh, deep stage. Um, and so by wearing these glasses, as the sun starts to come down, you're kind of hearing your body and getting ready to go to sleep. I find that when I wear these right around like 8 or 9 o'clock, I start to yawn and get ready to feel like I'm ready to go to bed. Whereas if
0: I'm watching TV or something, I feel stimulated but I don't need to sleep. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, So with, uh, so I've been lucky enough to use your guys' products. Uh, So this helps me like exactly what you just said, like, um, CBD this helps me like calm down really like because I have a loop Uh I get to monitor my REM and my deep and I find that like my REM and my deep is increasing by like at least minimum 20 minutes but to a lot of people that's like not a lot but when you want to compound you, that. when you want to wake yeah. up in the green <laughs> yeah it, it means a lot that, that means really a lot right when I wake up in the green I'm like yes <laughs> the, the day is mine yeah. um, so I find that helps so much um, but I see that you guys add MCT into yes. it. Yes. why is that so MCT is known as a carrier oil. Um, there's a lot of other oils
2: out there, like grape seed oil and coconut oil. MCT is, is just a, a healthier version of oil, so it's, it helps the CBD um, be absorbed into your body. Um, people also use MCT and they'll put it on their edges and things like that. It's just a, a better quality of fat to do mm-hmm. have,
0: and it's good to have those quick fats every in day. Interesting, yeah. Um, and then with uh, your guys' liquid, it is it is a killer. Like it's it's amazing. It's just because. Um, I just feel like, um, we talked about it a little bit before, but mm-hmm. when I'm working out, I just feel so in tune with my body mm-hmm. and I feel like, uh, I can contract muscles a little bit better. And like, even the other day I, uh, I did a uh, boxing with it and like, felt like Neo in <laughs> a yeah, matrix. I'm just like bobbing and weaving and I could feel so Uh, creative with the the combos that i want to do and i feel so into the movement into the into the zone really Mm -hmm. and it's It's very big yeah yeah and it feels so odd because i don't know how to explain it to people but the only way i can explain it is like when i take your guys products i feel like there's a different board that i'm playing on there's a cheat code there's there there's like there's some things some things i see that other people can't see Mm -hmm. and to some people that seems a little wacky doodle but i mean if that increases my productivity uh my relationships uh how i feel about myself like i'm all for that right absolutely i'm not gonna lie to you i was a little hesitant because yeah. like like we talked about it a little before like that word lsd is that, it's, it can be a little scary for people absolutely. because like even me like uh, yeah i've tried weed i smoke weed here and there but like that that's like scent of it you know i like to enjoy a little black label here. yeah <laughs> but that, that's it right so i was a little bit scared to try it but obviously i trust you guys there you know and, uh, I would want, like, I don't see any reason why not to take this for as long as possible, to be honest, and yeah. also, uh, good for you guys, for me, some bomb
1: products, sure. uh, <laughs>
0: and I love you guys, uh, market, like, uh, like if somebody asked me, if this is a deity and somebody asked me to make sure that I you, like, wh- why, where did this come from?
1: That actually came from, um, I have a canvas on my wall, actually. Um, and there's something some similar in a sense of, you yeah. know it's brain and the brain waves and very colorful very psychedelic heat and then you know when we were coming up with neurodose and whatnot um just looking at that we're like you know that's, that's kind of cool. like that so the that colors. we he freaks out to the designer like can you you know emulate this in a sense of a logo and then we came up with that so yeah but
2: when you say that about dating it kind of does have so when when people go through some deeper psychedelic experiences the macrodoses or they're doing ayahuasca um there are you do meet uh, beings that come and talk to you, and that kind of guide you through your journey. And a lot of times, it is like a female, a female figure, and like the face is a little bit. Is similar. it always a female? Not always, um, but a good, good portion of the time, they call it, they they call
0: Mother ayahuasca. Okay. So, yeah. So okay, we're jumping right <laughs> ahead. <to our> next But <laughs> uh, um, let's let's put a pin in that first. Sure. Right? I want to talk a little bit about your guys' services at Float Valley. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so floating. Um. Basically it's a float tank, right? And yeah. I think it's ten thousand pounds of salt. So, so it's a ten so it's about it's a ten foot tank.
2: It's okay. like a large, large bathtub, let's say. It's about ten inches of water in there and there's eight hundred pounds of absence salt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a considerable, <laughs> considerable amount of salt that's yeah. in there um, that gets the, dissolved into the water, which makes the water super dense mm-hmm. and you lay in the water. It feels like you're laying into a mattress. You're floating automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, the water is heated to your body temperature. The air in the cabin is heated to body temperature. And so once you get comfortable, you don't feel your body, the water or the air. And so it's a very unique type of sensation to be feeling nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you close the door. You don't see anything. Um, the lights turn off. Put in earplugs. You don't hear anything, and your body's sensory deprived for an hour. And it may sound like a little bit of a scary thing to not be able to see or hear or feel anything, but actually, it's probably the most relaxing thing you could do. What happens is your your body starts to focus inwards. You start to think about you're very introspective. Um, so you know you may be thinking about things that are going on in your life. Maybe you just fall into a very deep state of relaxation. So. Um there's different brainwave states. Um, when you're awake, there's the alpha brainwave states, um, there's the beta brainwave state that are higher levels and much more active. There's when you're sleeping, there's the delta brainwave state, But when you're about to fall asleep, you you're you're into a brainwave state called theta. And theta is the meditative state. That's what people try to achieve when they're in meditation. And what the flow tank does is it allows you to get into that state and stay in that state for the hour. Um, it's not a very easy thing to do if you haven't practiced meditation a lot. Uh, even for people that have practiced meditation a lot, it does take years and years to get into the state. And so by going to the float tank, it allows you to access the state, you're kind of like a little bit of the cheat code, just like the microdosing is. is. Yeah. Um, but once you're there and you've been there, you know how to get back there, even when you're not in the tank. And so it gives you do those, those skills. Do you guys ever take that when you're in the, or is that too much energy? I, I like it. No, yeah, I actually do. I really enjoy it. Um, it can be, I find if I take it and then I go straight into the tank, I have a very creative float tank session mm-hmm. where it is thought provoking and I, you know, very introspective. Whereas if I take it towards the end of the day, after the microdose,
0: I, I just drop into that relaxation. So this is okay too, right? Yeah. That's a win-win. Absolutely. Right. That's yeah. so It's not really an issue there. Um, and then you guys have two different cabinets, right? Mm-hmm. So, you,
2: so yeah, so sometimes uh, people are claustrophobic when they're going into these units. So we have ones that are much larger. So when you get in, it's the size of, of a car pretty much. Mm-hmm. You open the door you step in, and then you lay down on the water. And then we have ones that are smaller, more contained. We call them pods or tanks. Um, and that one, you kind of open the door, you slide in, and you close the door behind you. And so for people that are doing it for the first time, we generally recommend the bigger one that has the option to control the lights. And then as you continue to float, get into the smaller one, and that one is just a little bit more of a deep experience. Black hole, black hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah.
0: You know what? I actually like the the more the smaller one yeah, opposed I to the too. big one. Me too. Yeah. I feel like I can get more of myself into the zone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. opposed to the big one. I feel like I'm kind of moving. There's too much space. Too much space. Yeah, right. And yeah. I, I can totally understand how you can be claustrophobic though in there, but if I feel like you just close your eyes and you do some breath work, you can really get into a zone that uh, is really, like, really, really for you. Absolutely. Um, and you guys have an infrared. Yes. So what's the difference between infrared and, like, a dry sauna and all that stuff? So dry sauna basically heats up the air around you, which mm-hmm. causes
2: you to swipe and detox that way. Whereas infrared sauna has infrared panels that send infrared waves that you can't see into your body and that heats up your core body temperature and then you start sweating. So usually you get in there the first five to ten minutes. You feel warm, but you're not you're not sweating. And then all of a sudden you start to pour. And um, the benefit of that is that you can stay in a lot longer because it's easier to breathe. You don't feel get that feeling of like, oh, I'm going you know, to gonna suffocate kind of thing with, to the heat. It's very, very, you know, yeah, very, very pleasant to be in there. And then you also have a little screen. So you can watch Netflix, listen to music. People go in there for about half an hour. And then afterwards, they go into a flow tank, and that
0: kind of combo is really popular as so. well. Yeah, your guys' I'm, infrared is beautiful. The the like the the way that it heats up, and even though um, I love that you guys have the the screen inside, because mm-hmm. I, I just go on my playlist, my soft soft music. I try to relax, do some breath work, and stuff like that. Even. Um, it, does a bench come out too? It does. So yeah, you could you could, you could potentially do some yoga in there. movement. Um, yeah. This yes. is awesome. Yes. Um, and then I came over to uh, Full Valley and I tried the Lucia light. Lucia light. Lucia light. Yeah. So explain what that is. <laughs> so
2: Lucia light, they call it a hypnagogic. It's a hypnagogic light. And hypnagogic basically means that it induces dreamlike states. And so basically, you lay under this light. You close your eyes. Um, it has seven leds and a halogen light that work on a specific flickering uh sequence this flickering sequence is able to activate your pineal gland or your third eye Mm The third eye is where you know you produce the chemicals that allow you to dream so when your eyes are closed and these lights are flashing behind your eyelids all of a sudden the chemicals start to get produced and your mind will will interpret these lights as colors and shapes and patterns and it'll almost take you on what is like a mini psychedelic experience but completely natural and just with light mm-hmm. um, so it's a great way for people to you know experience the psychedelic realm or to experience another realm that isn't here mm-hmm. and it also puts you into a very deep state of meditation very fast so if you're someone that's thinking a lot you may have trouble getting into the flow tank right away you get in in your thoughts are just going wow it's hard to just sit there and be alone with it. tons and tons of thoughts whereas with the lucia light the flight is so uh, vibrant and so it flickers so fast that it fo- makes you focus here really, really quickly, and that drops you into the state of meditation very quickly. So people like to do a little show like maybe ten minutes, twenty minutes before they go into the full tank, and that allows them to have a
0: better session. Yeah, that's interesting because when I when I did it, you were like, uh, like, do you see colors? And I said, yeah, I saw this. And you're like, yeah, it's just a white. light It's a white light. It's just white light. I was seeing those colors. I was producing those colors. That's kind of wild. it's cool. Um, and you said ten to twenty minutes. 10 to 20 minutes is, is usually just enough. Uh, you yeah. drop in and then after that you, you feel very relaxed and you can go do another service or you can just go and, and go about your day. Okay. So it's interesting. So when I went, I told you like I, I did that and then I did the sonoroid right after. I actually felt like energized. Is that odd? You felt energized after doing the Lucia like going into the... So the, the, oh, the flow tank oh it's the flow tank yeah
2: interesting okay usually usually most people find that they're more relaxed after doing volusia mm-hmm. but it's possible that it's, it's also a creativity tool so you know we might have some really good thoughts or really interesting so. thoughts, <laughs> thoughts that come out from there and that might make it a little more difficult because you're like oh that's a great idea and you kind of keep thinking about that idea so i do find that when you get into drop into these states your body does what it needs to do most, whether it's relaxing <laughs> or is whether it's to come
0: up with new ideas so, what would be like the ultimate? Would the ultimate like like self care would be would be like ten minutes in the Lucia light, the infrared, and then the float? Or what's what? If I that sounds yeah. like a good combo, makes a nice time there as well. But yeah. yeah, yeah, If we can do a little bit of cold therapy too. So, um, I would say,
2: good question. So maybe maybe you do the Lucia light first, mm-hmm. then go into the float tank, then come out, do the sauna, and then go into a, and go into a cold tub after mm-hmm. that cool i know it's a pretty it's good. i'll try it though I'll but try it. it's yeah yes i
1: can be energized and relaxed and especially with the cold therapy yeah. yeah it's nice tub just do that it the you know right. two minutes on tub feels like 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 10 years <laughs> it feels so long but it's, it's so, good. so
0: so you guys uh love doing the cold plunge too we love mm-hmm. it so what do you guys have what benefits have you guys found from the cold plunge um mental resiliency is probably the biggest one
2: yeah yeah because if you can get into something especially if you do it right in the morning when you first wake up Mm -hmm. and you get into a cold cold tub or a cold shower and you just face a fear right upon waking sets you up for a great day you don't feel like you can anything any task is too big to handle
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: so it's very very powerful for for mental mental resiliency
1: same thing or very very similar like if you're able to you know When you wake up, you know, the last thing you want to do is jump in a cold shower. Um, If you can, you know, mentally actually put your body through that, force it, two minutes in a cold shower is exactly what Liam said. Like the rest of the day is just a little bit easier. You're more resilient to other stressors that come into your life. And you just kind of, okay, we'll figure that out. Rather than, you know, reacting poorly or that stressing you out. So putting that good stress on you, starting point of your day, exactly in the leaps that just sets yourself your, your day up for success.
0: And,
2: and when the cold hits your body, that first initial shock, your body is just like in a fight or flight mode, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're breathing all of a sudden. It's like, you're like, it's a little bit out of whack, but you can, you know, control that And what you do learn to do after doing a couple of these sessions. Um, this is going to happen all the time. There could be a situation where you're on the road and there's a, you've got to quickly, you know, swerve off or someone's coming through. But if you're you know in, in a state where you can't handle this, this kind of stress, Things might not go as well for you, but if you and you can just breathe really calmly and normally, you can handle any of these situations. So it teaches you how that when something intense is about to happen,
0: just breathe. Mm-hmm. And you'll be okay. So is, whoa, is, uh, <laughs> is breathwork something that you guys, Practice a lot, then we do, and and try to incorporate it with all of these
2: services, right? Yeah, In the sauna you can do breath work, and the flow tank you do a different style of breath work. We offer breath work classes at like Float Valley. When you're doing when you're doing yoga, you're doing breath work, yeah, right. you're doing a lot of yoga, so um, yeah, it's it's an important thing to have throughout the day. focusing on that breath.
0: Yeah, I agree. I actually um, I was listening to Ben Greenfield
1: the other day, and he uh, offered a. An app called
2: OtherShip, yeah, breathing, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, we
1: love, yeah, 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 yeah. we love OtherShip. It's great. OtherShip's also a
0: location. Yeah, is, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, actually, yeah. You yeah. so, guys, but uh, is that app? Well, I don't know if you is that app connected to them? Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they own Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's, um, so I download the app, and it's very interesting. The breathing, you almost so I've I've been doing the morning breathing for five minutes, and then the night for yeah. five minutes, and the the night, it almost feels like you. I don't want to say you get a little high, but you feel like uh, very loose, mm-hmm. very relaxed, and your head feels very like, huh? <laughs> it's not that bad, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so, I and I've heard that there's certain breathing techniques that I can like can actually access DMT a little bit. Is this true? This is correct. So yeah, when you do the when we offer our classes at Float Valley, they they are DMT
2: breathing classes. So you're doing. Um, four different styles of breathing. It starts off with what we call uh, just the in and outs, just one to, one to two seconds in, one to two seconds out, and then it gets a little bit faster. You're going in, out, in, out, in, out. And then you're and then you doing something called a fire breath, which is, uh, or a power breath, where it's your, where it's like a, almost like a hyperventilation type of breath. And so what it's doing is you're building yourself up and at the end, you're doing a very long breath hold and you end with a buzz breath, which is like, pssst, and that's how you let go and doing these like over and over it starts to stimulate the production of DMT in your body and it actually does provide you with a high because it but a completely natural high and it's mm. people say getting high off your own supply yeah. <laughs> <Better> <laughs>
1: this <guy>. it's
0: <laughs> <laughs> no it's true like it, it's a weird um relaxation feeling mm-hmm. I feel after doing that breath work um, okay so let's take yeah. that pen out of the ayahuasca <laughs> okay all right so what exactly is ayahuasca Ayahuasca is a brew that comes from. It's a shamanic brew, so it comes from
2: like Peru, um, Amazon, um, and it's it's been used in many, many hundreds of thousands of years um, as a traditional ceremony. Um, it involves having DMT plus a, a vine, a, a special root, and the DMT experience. I mean, if you consume DMT, it's a very short experience, and when you combine it with this vine, um, it becomes a much longer experience and a slower experience. So you can actually um, learn about what's going on through the through this trip that you're going on so mm-hmm. people drink the ayahuasca and they go go on about a four to six hour uh, journey or experience um it is very intense um but it's very very beneficial if sometimes people are able to access um, childhood memories or traumas that they have been dealing with and that's resurfaces and allows them to deal with them or they'll experience even generational trauma things from past lives that that maybe that hasn't been helped and coming out of the other end of ayahuasca, you feel very, very okay with yourself, very centered. Um, and I don't know, it's, it enhances you in ways that it's hard to explain, but
0: um, it's very beneficial in many ways. Um, is, is this something that you only do once or? No. Can but, it be, and and mm-hmm. can it be a little addicting to do? Not addicting. It's not a, it's not a pleasant experience for a lot, of, a, lot for a lot, of people. Um, a there's, a,
2: there. there's a lot of, um, Portions of the ayahuasca experience that are very difficult. And so once you come out of it, it you're like, I, I, I appreciate it that I went through this, but it's not something that I'm willing to be doing again for a year or even for a couple of months, because I kind of need to sit with what I've learned and then integrate it and then maybe come back to this. Interesting. Yeah. So I've done it once before, um, but... I have much desire to do it again? It no, or,
1: what about you? I haven't done it yet. I actually signed up for one. I prepared for it for a week, and unfortunately, the day before, they had to cancel for COVID. So, how do you how do you prepare for one? The, well, it's like no meat, no sugars, no sex, no. Sure. Oh, this is like oh, the yeah. real like Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You're supposed to do that even like
0: you want to properly do it, like that's like a month. Well, well why? Why no why none of those things? So you want to have your, your vessel or your body as clean as possible. So that so when you take the
2: medicine, it's it's very um it's kind of like there's an energy flow that happens through your body. And for the energy to flow properly through all of your chakras, um your body needs to be very clean. And so having things like meat or alcohol, it starts to um, it makes your body not be able to function in, this, in the proper way that, that we want it to in sense. Um, and so by restraining those or abstaining from those things uh, a week before or even in two weeks for some people, um, the energy in their body is much better. And so when we take the medicine, it's
0: able to do its job a lot more efficiently. Interesting. Yeah. Huh, never heard of that. Uh, and then like, so what's the difference between that and DMT? DMT is generally
2: smoked. Um, it's, it comes in a powder form, and it's a very short experience. It's only ten minutes. Very fast. very intense. You um, kind of, you know, you're, you're smoking, and all of a sudden, the entire room will dematerialize around you, and you'll be, your eyes will be closed. You'll be laying down, and you just go through this tunnel with all these geometric patterns, and you maybe blast out to the other side of this into another dimension, and this this dimension can have all sorts of things happening, and it's kind of it's a little bit crazy experience, but a it sounds a little way. crazy, <laughs> it's very short and with DMT, whereas the ayahuasca is, is a much longer one. And so, yeah, this is crazy. And
0: you, have you guys both tried DMT? Yes. Exactly. What, it, um, what, it, what is
1: something you guys have gained from DMT for yourself, personally, if you feel comfortable yeah, talking about, Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. the last one, the last one that I did um, after doing doing the DMT, uh, the game was my shot for it. Afterwards, I literally came out of that and like my subconscious was like, follow your passion, and you have some healing. So the next day, I essentially went to my 95 job that I've been at for four years and gave my couple months of resignation. And then, you know, in terms of healing aspect, I was like, all right, you can go to therapy and, you know, work on that aspect. So it kind of just uncovers things that you don't really think, you know, you need to work on or do. And I know that sounds a little woo-woo, but that's, that's what it kind of told me. What about you?
2: Um, and I mean, my more intense EMT experiences, I experienced what they call it ego death, where you kind of die before dying. And the idea of that is that you you realize that you're not just who you, what your name is, and what you've been doing on the earth. That there's something more to do, and that feeling of losing everything about who you are is very enlightening in a sense. Um, when you come back to be your person, and when you, the, the trip is over. You're no longer uh, as fearful of death as you may have been in the past because you've experienced something just like it, mm-hmm. um, and you realize that oh, this is not the end of everything. This could be the beginning of everything, and um, brings up a lot more questions, um, of course. But it also makes you feel a lot more comfortable about
0: the whole process of life. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And so, what did you guys like gain from it? So, you you know, what you you know you lost, you won't say you lost, but yeah. you 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 realize
1: that you didn't need to work there and you want to do something that really follows your passion. What have you gained from that experience? Well, making that, you know, making that change and implementing that, you know, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life for, you know, actually following my passion and, you know, what drives me and whatnot. And then like another thing, first time I did DMT, probably lasted like no word like three to six months, but just being incredibly thankful for just what's going on in my life. Incredibly thankful for, you know, friends, my family, and like, I, like, no word of lie, I would be in traffic and I, I'd be smiling yeah. and just like thankful for like, this, this guy beside you. you, what the hell is yeah, this guy just smiling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So but, yeah, being very gracious and thankful after one of those um, for me is lasting effects. Um So I, I do believe it's something that, you know, we should do every like half year to kind of respire Oh, that. so you think this is, it should be like a reoccurring thing? I do. Yeah.
0: yeah. What about you?
2: Yeah, I think I think it should be something that you should you should definitely do. I mean, more than once, but also when you feel called to it. Um, there'll be times where you you'll do it and you're like, oh, I don't think I need to do this for a bit. And then all then months might go by and you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm something needs to change. And so you can bring it back and do it again. It's not something that like doesn't feel like it's addictive by any means. Doesn't feel like we need to continuously do it to be a better person.
0: Um, but it does. It helps with these doing these changes in the background, like once in a while. Interesting. Yeah. See, uh, the idea of that sounds so interesting to me. And I'm very, ups- not obsessed, but I'm very about being better. <laughs> but one, obviously, is scared to do it. Yeah. I don't know if you guys were scared to do it. You're scared, scared, scared to do it. Sh- I'm scared every time. I yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 over 10 times, I'm still scared to do it. Yeah. And you yeah. forget each time, like, even, like, whether or not it's your fourth or fifth. <laughs> I don't know. Know, will, you know. You know, you're losing yourself, in a sense. That's always scary. But every single time I do it, I'm like, wow that's like incredible. I I should do that, you know, every six months rather than a year's part. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Cause I, I mean, cause you've uh, talked to me about it a little bit
1: and I, I definitely,
0: there's a part of me that wants to do it, but I'm, I'm a little bit fearful of losing like, uh, like I think, okay. For example, I think everybody has a superpower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the way I describe it for me is like, I'm a very anger based person and, and, and I've done, I've worked so long to do it in a positive way. So, like, the way that I describe it is, like, you guys don't seem like um, superhero people, but you know the Hulk, you know, and the Hulk comes out when something bad happens and he needs to get angry, he needs to get the situation fixed. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel for me. It's like, um, I can turn on my anger and get things done. And I truly, truly, the longer I live, the longer I think that we're very either fear based or anger based, right? So, for example, my fiance, she works so hard because she's fearful that... She doesn't want to be in a bad situation financially. I I work out of anger because I remember having like little to no money, and I never want to feel like that again. And I think one of my worries, so maybe maybe the the shaman doctor (laughs) can convince me otherwise, but one of my worries is that if I do that experience, I'll lose my superpower yes. and I don't know what my thing will my edge my thing will be sure if I lose that because for the, like I'm 30 31 32 <laughs> 31, 31. Um, that like that's been my superpower I can turn that on whenever I want if I'm yes. angry and I'm uh, if I'm tired at work but I know I gotta make money and I have a long work long hours I turn on the anger and I can muscle through anything nice. um, or if I'm working out like if I'm tired I turn on that anger and I can muscle through and if that's gone if I lose my anger I don't know how I'm going to perce- like, um, push forward. Right. Yeah. So that, that's my fear. I'll yeah. be very, I'm being very real I'm and very like honest. I think that's like, that's, that's my fear. It's like, if I lose my superpower, I don't know, then maybe I'll how, be successful. Maybe exactly. I'll so and that's what yeah. I'm worried about. Yeah. And I know the thing is like, well, you're working for your family and working yeah. for others, but there always has to be some yeah. trigger in a person, in my opinion, to push forward. Sure. And that's my trigger is anger. is angered, He's angered. A, and I've, learned, I've worked very hard to, yeah. to use it in a very positive way like yeah i try so hard never to put it on anybody yeah. be an asshole mm-hmm. uh be a dick because like my dad was like and the stereotypical like douchebag dad and like i make sure okay i'm angry okay i'm gonna put it in the gym i'm angry i'm gonna put it into study you now i'm angry i'm gonna put it into this yeah so i've worked so hard to create a good habit out of anger sure that it, like if it's gone what is what what you know. Yeah. I don't think you would lose this edge that you're talking about. I don't know. If, I don't know
2: if anger is maybe the best word. I think that you you have a certain type of energy that you use to fuel you. But maybe the word anger isn't the best one because anger, like it can be it can be a negative thing, too. It like, can. Right. A hundred percent. And you can um, I'm sure there's situations where you use anger and you found that it, it wasn't maybe the best things for that situation. And then there's certain times where it, it could have been very beneficial. Well, when, I, when you do experience like this, You'll probably you notice that those the anger when in in the in the in the situations that are not so beneficial for you will go away. You'll be able to use it in a, in a almost a more efficient way than you are right now. So I don't feel like it would be something that you would It would be something that you'd be able to take better control out and use even more efficiently
0: man how do you describe it like that i mean i guess so that's my big fear because and your anger is your your energy your motivation it is your your thing i can like figure out like that i can okay i think of like all these things and then i i like people around me they laugh but like people who know me like i can it because like when i'm in a bad situation good for bad i can i can shut off and get the work done right and the reality is that is because I had such a troubled, like, past. And like, like, for example, like my, like, I had a very, uh, abusive, uh, physically and emotional relationship right. with my father. And so to deal with that when I was younger is I shut off. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now I can do that when I'm older, you know, when I'm in, when I'm in sparring and I'm getting my ass kicked, I can shut off and be okay. Cause I can push forward. Right. When I'm working out and I'm tired, whatever, I can shut off and get it done um and my my problem when i was younger is i didn't know when like when to shut back on so for example stereotypical but when i was in a fight with like a girlfriend or whatever i could shut off right that's not very healthy i know that okay <laughs> and i've dealt with that and i'm way better with that but that, that's my thing is that i know when to turn it on now and i know when to shut off and shut on um so i don't know and when you're angry are you happy yeah okay yeah so does that mean you're still anger? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel, there's something that I feel like I like there's a there's a there's a like a switch uh-huh. in my head that I can I can turn on and turn off and push through. And initially, it's anger. And then it's like, okay, here we go. And then like this, like there's a start, like
1: there's a there's a little smile, okay. right? Um, so you're using okay. anger as the trigger, yes. then afterwards, I don't believe you're angry. If, if you're being happy, because that can't chemically work in a brain.
2: <laughs>
1: That's, it's a guess, different sorry like You've got grit. Yes, you've
0: got grit, but I don't <laughs> know what. What trigger for you? Like,
2: what, what do you use as that trigger? Like, do you say, like, you think of a situation that makes <clears> you mad? Is that, is that how you get
0: to that anger? <clears> I feel so attacking. No, feel no, no, this no. no, no, no. I don't care. I don't okay, care. I don't <laughs> I think, uh, to be honest, like, so I used to have a of a mantra when I used to get tired, or I didn't want to do something. Um, and it would be it would, it would go back to my father and be like, uh, I'm not him. I'm better than him. And I can do this. Right. And that was my mantra. And I would say that like three or four times. And I would just get like angry and reinvigorated. And whatever that thing that needed to be done, I got it done. Yeah um and so i don't know that's how i that, that's what i base it off as in the beginning and yeah. now it's a little bit better because i've i have a better relationship with myself um so now it's more of like a smooth like okay like it's game time turn it on let's go or turn it on i gotta work like 12 hours in a row or turn it on let's go i don't know that's the way i that's the way i feel it yeah that won't go away that would only, only find a better way to, to utilize it. I didn't.
2: You're
1: making it sound so <laughs> so much better. It is. It is. Okay. <laughs> that's so it, guys. We'll, it convinced me. We'll, we'll, they convinced we'll me. do another podcast afterwards, after Norm Strided. And uh, we'll, we'll End while it. you're <laughs> calling me out. Right now. <laughs> so I don't know. That, that's I wanted to talk to
0: you guys about that because I've been thinking about that a lot. And it's like, yeah, I would like the idea of better. Like, for example, you and I text a little bit about, did yeah. you get that journal? yes yeah yeah yes. just uh, maybe, like just ride so have you, uh, have you tried it out and i just haven't just came so like things like that the journal yeah. we talked about is yeah. like something that like okay that's that's gonna better me yeah. okay i'm down for and th- there's little things that if like they're gonna better me okay i gotta do i get i gotta be down for and like you know like i i'm always open to see ideas mm-hmm. and feel ideas to to become better but the DMT thing is just it's like scary. Right? It's super scary, it's absolutely it's super scary. scary. That's very normal, yeah. very normal. I'm so scared of it right yeah. now. <laughs> 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 oh and so, okay, so when somebody goes through like a DMT experience, mm-hmm. um. Do they talk to anybody, like how many people are around? Like, I'm not gonna lie to you right now, I'm thinking of a lot of people with hoods. <laughs> and, like, and, you know, it's like, me
1: on the floor, we get <laughs> angry. I'll be like, don't be angry, don't be angry. Yeah, you know? So what's what's the experience of this? I'll try and dig it through, yeah. like my experience, my last experience, we went in a room at Float Valley, um, you know, nice nice lights, there's some greenery in there. I go in, uh, the team's calm as hell as always, you know, probably did 30 minute meditation beforehand. (laughs) I go in, I lie down, it kind of takes me through breath work initially. And then, you know, like, are you ready? You know, if not, we continue to breath work, pass over the fight. You know, you try and take essentially three hits because, you know, the first one will get you to a certain distance, second one, so forth, and the third one can essentially break through. So, once he does that, there's nice music on. Essentially I get to the third one. I lie back, lie down, and you know, zoom, you're off to another galaxy. And then after about 10 minutes, you know, I kind of come to and like the team's meditating in the corner. It's just very peaceful, calm, comforting, and essentially safe is the important thing when doing something like VIT. Mm-hmm. So it's uh yeah. yeah, it's a great experience <laughs> Have you guys had like a really bad experience? I've had people
2: that have had difficult experiences, um, you know, this, it does bring up a lot of, like I said, traumas and things and, and, uh, that people are maybe not ready to deal with on that day and they weren't expecting to have to deal with it. And with DMT, if you try to resist what it's showing you, it will show it to you 10 times harder and it will push it right through until you feel it. And that's what makes it difficult. So during the experience, I always people say, what, what should I do? Just let go. That's the whole thing. Is, it's very hard to like to let go, even when you're in this, there's so much happening. There's so much insane things going on around you, but you just have to keep letting go and letting go. And the more you do, the easier the experience goes. Sometimes people have difficult difficulty letting go and they maybe latch onto something that's um is difficult for them to process. And that can be that can manifest in them, you know, feel like they might be laying down and all of a sudden they're, you know, screaming or thrashing or um you know, they might try to get up and, and do something. So I've had experiences where I do have to like calm them and like, help them. Like you're okay.
0: Everything's fine. You can calm me down. Mm, calm you down. calm me down. I I do. no,
2: I'll just, I'll just sit out. up. i get to on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold you down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay. Like nothing, nothing happened to them afterwards. They were totally fine. Sometimes they didn't even recall that that, that happened to them during the experience because that was just kind of what they needed to process and pass through into like, the next one so and do you guys like, like talk about it after or th- or that's totally up to the person it's up to the person i like you know i say how are you feeling and then they either they open up or they they don't uh, most of the time people do i i usually only do it with people that i'm close with mm-hmm. i'm not something that i do with the general public um but yeah of course um they you know they want to explain like, oh i saw this so i saw this light or i was traveling through this tunnel and then I had this recollection of when I was a child, and I did this, and then I, this made me feel happy and and then are some situations where people like I, I i you know I'm an atheist, but i I've experienced something that wasn't that wasn't us, and there was a higher power, and I don't know what to think about this now, and I, I have a lot more questions and so this sometimes brings up a lot of questions for people, or sometimes it solves a lot of answers for people and so its its just helps them kind of continue on their
0: journey of self realization right, and do more people come on, like, well, I got to do that again. Or have you ever had somebody who's like, you know what? That was great. That was one time. I'm good. Absolutely. There's people that say one time. There's people that are like, oh, can we do this again now? Is there a certain time that you need to wait?
2: There's a little, a little bit of refractory time, like about an hour. Um, that you're, that, that, <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a month or something.
1: <laughs> you you, yeah, like if you mind. try to go
2: into the full experience <laughs> right after you've done it, you're, it's weird. Like other other chemicals, you can do that. Whereas with DMT, it doesn't really allow you to go. that that
0: not too sure why, but you can say that's interesting. Um, uh, so oh, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, so one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about too, is like, what, what, what are your morning routines? Wh- what are your morning
1: routines that kind of have a successful day? Um, okay, for myself, wake up. Um, I usually, in my journal, in my journal, right away, would write three things I'm thankful for. Um, and then I go in front of my red light, infrared uh, light, and my vitamin D lamp. um and then since i do my stretches 15 minutes and then i'll read usually for 15 minutes um and sorry i missed initially right when i wake up i chug a bunch of water lemon water um and then i go and do that and i for me um that's where it's great and if i wake up and i feel like i don't know a little bit of brain fog or anything of the sort i'll jump right into a sauna and then carry on the bad routine and follow that through and then you know Depending on what day it is, I'll mix in a workout right after that. So,
2: yeah. So we we both have pretty similar routines, I would say, and the reason is is that they all have they have their purpose at a certain time of the day. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like he says, he drinks lemon water. Lemon water is really good at detoxifying the liver right when you first wake up. So, if you on a completely empty stomach, even sometimes while you're still lying down in bed, it's very beneficial to drink the lemon water. It helps whatever toxins that were built up in the next day that just pass through. So that when you go to the bathroom, you're a little you know, detoxify right when you wake up. Then you do stuff like heat therapy and cold therapy. So um, by doing an infrared sauna or or any kind of sauna, you're sweating out a lot of your toxins. It makes you feel a lot more fresh for the day. Then you hit the cold therapy right after and that gives you a burst of energy. So you kind of got this relaxed plus energized feeling. You're, you know, you you drank a lot of water so you don't feel dry from the night before. Um, then you you use sunlight. So whether it's using a vitamin D lamp or a red light lamp or go- literally just stepping outside and getting sun exposure to as many parts of your body as possible for you know 10 minutes or so, that kind of just gets your body kickstarted. And I got my light, got my energy from my cold, got some. Uh, hydration. Um, I generally don't eat until later in the day. I find that also provides me with a lot of energy. So you eat purposely fast. Purposely uh, intermittent fasting. Yeah. Do you fast? Yeah. Do? Yeah. long your fast?
1: Honestly, probably between I try 11 a.m. to 7. So essentially, I have that eight-hour window. But I find that just I'm a lot more clear with my thinking during the morning when I'm gonna fast stay.
2: Your body takes a, a lot of work for digestion. So, the more you eat, the more kind of energy is being drawn away from other parts of the body to work on that digestion. So, if you can keep it in
0: a shorter period of time and still eat the same amount of food. You're- yeah, so, you, you fast more for mental clarity, uh, cognitive benefits more than, uh, like, because uh, a lot of people fast more for loss, right? You Absolutely. really care about that. It's more yeah. for you, mental. More mental. Yeah.
2: And times times too, I find like in my morning, like, if I'm when I work, if I'm getting work done, between 11 and 4 p.m. is the strongest time for me to work. So if I don't have to eat during that time, I sometimes will push my, my eating window until so I start eating at 3 or 4. So I've gotten all this work done, and I haven't had to lose any of my energy for the day. Then I'll have a meal, and I'll start to slow down when we do a float after or do something like that. But I find that it does slow me down a little. So,
1: interesting, yeah. Uh, and do you guys have like a nighttime routine? routine? Yeah, no, I do. I do as well. I find if I, and again, it's not every single night, but I try and put my, any screen away, phone um, away for at least an hour before I'm trying to go to bed. Um, I also do a cold shower in the evening, take my temperature down, and then I turn uh, my eight sleep to mm. a very, very cold temperature. That's a good idea. I kind of about that. I about the eight sleep. That's yeah, really cool. eight sleep's... Pretty sweet. So essentially it's a mattress. You you can go anywhere from negative ten up to plus ten in terms of temperature. So and it's also split down the middle. So whoever's sleeping beside you, you can have theirs, like for instance, my girlfriend, she sleeps as plus one, I'm at negative eight. So that's very beneficial for that sense. But it it's crazy in terms of the loop. Every single night I have woken up and I've been shivering. I get a great recovery every single day. Every well time. they do
0: say like if um in order for you to have like, like a REM or a deep sleep you, yeah you you need to be your body needs to be like eight degrees less than uh, yep. than considerable drop is unfair, right effective. yeah and that's why you sleep better like in hotels usually because the temperature is so low yeah. right evolved in caves dark and cold yeah that's true yeah. that's true and i do find like when when it's a it's when it's a colder night or like the windows open or something like that. And the bed is a little bit colder. I do sleep a lot better. It's odd. It's yeah. definitely yeah. odd. You would think that like a more warm comfortable, yeah. but it's not the case. No. What about for you Was Sam? Yeah. I like to, I like to cool it down. I, I have a chili pad.
2: I actually got it from him. So yeah, chili, chili pad? Chili pad. Yeah. It just goes right underneath your sheets and it connects <laughs> to a little base. It's cooling water and it sends water into the pad. So underneath me, there's just basically cold water running underneath me all night. Um, and in the morning, it, just before I wake up, it actually starts to warm up a little bit. And that warm up actually is what initiates a good wake up. If I find, I mean, everyone's sleeping. He likes to wake up shivering, but I like to wake up just a little <laughs> bit <longer>. So, <laughs> Fair enough. so yeah. I mean, you know. So you can set like a timer and something. You can, you can set it. a timer and then it will start to just be 30 minutes before your wake time. And then I'll, I start to feel warm and that wakes me up. And I'm like, okay. Oh, what's that called?
0: Chili Pad. Chili Pad. Shout out to Chili Pad right yeah. now. <laughs> He's, <laughs>
2: He's, <laughs> the sponsor Pat. the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That's
0: yeah. pretty cool though. You're gonna have to send me a link of uh what yeah. that is, like uh the website and stuff like it's that. Really so okay. So what are what are two or three things you would tell a person to start as a as a perfect like a morning routine?
1: I'd start off with, you know, cheap things, you know, so cool, shower. How long? How long? Two minutes, gets two minutes. But don't, when you start, you don't have to do two minutes. Start with 15 seconds. I literally have a timer beside my shower that I click. So you do that, get 15 seconds, next day do 20 seconds, so on and so forth. Get two minutes. Exactly. And then I would say the next thing most important, a little bit of exercise with sunlight. If you can get outside for 10, 15 minutes with that sunlight, that just kickstarts your circadian rhythm. Essentially what that does is the melatonin production at night, knows when to flick on mm-hmm. so then when you're going to bed the next day it knows when to sleep so i find those
2: yeah problems. for both my morning and evening routine the three things i like to manipulate is the temperature the movement and and the light so in the morning you're going to get you want to try to get as much light as possible um you know you want to get that cold shower in to give you the energy um and do a, a heavier solid movement to get the blood pumping whereas in the evening i want to limit the amount of light that i have i want to um you know maybe bring the temperature down as i'm as i'm sleeping um and then do light movements that's not really increasing my heart rate too much more like stretching yoga restorative practices mm-hmm. and then that winds the body down so those three things if you manipulate them in the morning you think i find it's very fun well. and then for like night mm-hmm. night what would you suggest people to try to do these are great these well, are yeah i'm saying like a very quick it's not too expensive way to start getting much better yeah yes yeah. i highly recommend that for people um that's probably the number one thing that, that i like to do um cbd is great um that helps me get into a better sleep and even in terms of just uh um uh, locking
1: right yeah
2: yeah no, no no the
1: sleep mask oh my god there Sleep, is really? yeah. sleep mask. locking out light while you sleep is, is incredible their impressive. whoop came out with study and it just wearing sleep masks 20 dollar sleep mask from can increase your sleep particularly by 15 percent if you do that thing with you tried it yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I haven't slept without a sleep mask for, really? Probably oh, okay. years. All right, babe, yeah. Oh yeah, for bed, ear flags. Oh, my girlfriend, I'm not gonna hear you, I'm not gonna see you, we're done here. Two nights ago, my girlfriend goes, good, I kiss. She comes over and I, and I like, don't take my sleep mask off. am she's like, this. she starts laughing. She's like, mine's like blank, bright blue as well. She's like, I think you. Doing? Laughing. Yeah, exactly, but hey, it's important. Yeah, it's that's important. true, so sleep is important. Something yeah. as cheap as that, like $20 can increase you're essentially your deep sleep in your room like 15, 20 percent. And think about compounding that over a year, you are ahead of 99% of humans if you can do that with your sleep. Yes. Out of the gate. A lot of uh, very intense biohackers will go as far as you know covering the
2: lights on their clocks in their room. So the room is literally like a pitch glass box. And that that way they get into a much, much deeper state.
0: Yeah. I you know what i I so I read about that I've been trying is I've heard, maybe you have an opinion about that, but I heard like waking up to like a uh, 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 it's the worst thing in the no. best, the, the best thing to do is something slow and progressive and progressive. So I um I connected my alarm to a Spotify playlist mm-hmm. that does that. Mm-hmm. And I find my wake ups are way easier because when you wake up so alarmed, yeah. like, oh my God, I got to go, whatever, an right? Anguish. Right. But when, no. but when it's slow, I wake up, and the like, okay, I do this. And it's more of a relaxed wake up, which... Yeah. I guess in hindsight, you think you want to wake up so alarmed, but it's, it's not the case. It's in awesome. your fight or flight right off the bat.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And now That's you're right. starting right. your what day off so now. much like, more intense than it needs to yeah, be. Exactly. It's right. like similar in the sense of grabbing your phone right away. Mm-hmm. It just puts you into that fight or flight mode, like, okay, what do I have to do? Blah, blah, blah. If you don't do that, you put that away and you can start your day in a calm state. It's so beneficial to throughout that day if you can do that. And yeah, you know, it's very difficult. And I, guess. it is food every day. Well, it's, it's not a chance so like, you
2: get up early, you get up yeah. early. Then you don't have
0: to check your phone because my world is not ready for you. you everyone else is still sleeping. Well, exactly. Like I try to, I try to wake up like an hour, an hour and a half before like anything needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And like the very first persign- thing, I take out the dog and then I sit down, coffee's getting made, and then I try to, I do like a morning prayer and it's okay. uh then i do manifestation i've been playing around with affirmations right. um and like obviously in the beginning like sometimes i want to get to my phone and it's exactly what you just said it's like at the end of the day whatever i see or put up it, it like n- there's no way somebody is posting something as important at like 5 a.m 6 a.m at the end of the day but it, we're so in tune with like oh we gotta check our social media right mm-hmm. so Sometimes, like, and um, I put like uh, even when I want to go on social media now, I put on my Instagram like a thirty minute uh, time restricted. Time restricted. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I let's say I want to like you know shout out to Neurodose or whatever. <laughs> I put it in. I'm like, okay, hey, I'm out. I did it. I'm out. You know what I mean? And so I try to make sure it's very like small doses of uh, social media because I like it sucks because we live dr- like social media can help improve like business and social networks so well, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there's a double-edged sword there, right? <laughs> very it can be addictive. very addictive. Um, it can be super depressing, right? I talked to a social media uh, creator and like, it's just like, it, it can it can suck because you see all these people who are like, fitter than you or doing all these things, and that's fake. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, well, let's be honest. Maybe that's steroids, right. maybe they're, you know, they media. got a professional photographer. All, social media is all about Filters, making sure everything is perfect, and it's not real, and you have to take what it is, mm-hmm. right? And um, so I try to make sure I stay away from that as much as possible. Um, and so I put that away. I do the journal that I sent you. I do the journal, and then I like I sit down. I try to think about like a, like a grateful thing, a positive thought, and then I try to like kind of go forward. And it, it doesn't happen every day. I'll be fully honest, um, but the days that I do do it, it it's a near perfect day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's yeah. a near perfect day. Morning routine really sets up for success. It, it does. And when you don't do it, you feel it. Absolutely. You're like, I, I'm
1: way, I, I should, should have done I get more aggravated. Just yeah. Like little no, things. I think a throw a a my friend. So I yeah, yeah. that. Now get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Bye my morning routine. I smile at them. Mm-hmm. I go, it's true. I feel sorry for you that you're so angry. <laughs> <laughs> it's so
0: true. It's so true. Uh, so for training, what do you guys do for training? Because you're both pretty fit guys. And I've been watching you, Dean. You're getting kind of diesel. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting kind of diesel. You're like flexing like this every I see. you. So what have you been doing? Instagram. It it is there. There. Yeah. filters. I've been talking about filters. So what have you been doing? You've been looking good, man. Um, I've been,
2: been doing. I like to do a combination of of yoga and training. So my my training does sometimes involve more like calisthenics based things, where it's yeah. a lot of body weight uh, yeah, exercises, body, a lot yeah. of pull ups, push ups. Stuff with the bar handstands, I really enjoy doing that stuff because I find that when you learn a skill while working out, it makes you that much more motivated to come back to the gym rather than you know trying to just put up more and more weight each time. True. Sure. So I like to do a combination of both. I do lift weights, I do like to like lift a little bit heavier, but I also like
1: to mix it with the yoga and the calisthenics. Not bad. Yeah. What about you? Um, more in the weightlifting, yeah. but I'm just getting into yoga. Like I just did my second hot yoga class today, actually, and it's incredible. Just the relaxed state and whatnot. But in terms of my actual training, I would probably try and train at least four or five days weight in terms of the weights. Um fortunately been dealing with pinch nerve, which has been very aggravating. But uh normally I would do four or five days weight training and then I get out for at least one basketball run and then hopefully you know play football that week as well. Well so I, I,
0: I do find like one of the best things to add to anybody's routine is something sporty.
1: Yeah.
0: right. Fun. Soccer, even hiking. Yeah basketball, yeah. uh, martial arts, whatever, it's just something extra. That's not the stereotypical like, gym yeah. skill, you know, I mean, a skill. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I find that uh, I've done that with my clients. It was like, do something like that has nothing to do with this right here. And fun, at, the fun aspect The important fun aspect. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes when you do that, like, for example, for like soccer or basketball, you see all certain things you want to improve in the gym. Yeah. And so it, it comes full circle on exactly. what you want to improve in. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I find that and uh, I always suggest that to people. I know. Uh, um, well, appreciate you guys coming on. I think the next podcast has to be when I've tried DMT. I don't know. I'll say. I'll, I'll say
1: that means months. Been so been, been, oh so Let's schedule that <laughs> date in here. Oh but I uh,
0: appreciate you guys being on. Um, yeah, definitely want to have you guys on again. Appreciate it. Um, but
1: thanks again for the blanket. The- for- Cheers, for- for for- for- All right, we're done. Thanks, guys. Thanks out.